With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TA-KO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products as well? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, just go to TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. All right. All right. All right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. Doug Gottlieb show in the bonus of Fox Bowl Radio. Let's uh, let's get to one of the big stories of the day in college sports. Okay, so I understand that a lot of you, um, and and this is really interesting. I mean, I actually relate it to what is taught to you on social media. It's like what's taught to people, like a lot of these people protesting, um, supporting Palestinians, supporting Hamas is it's, it's not your fault that you don't know what you're talking about or dealing with. It's all of our fault because of what you've been taught, you know, like you see people protesting and uh, occupation, like mm, Israel hasn't been in Gaza in a long time, you know, and uh, it's it's just, I mean, a good a good portion of the negative narrative towards uh, what's going on, what what Israel is doing in response to being attacked um, on November seventh is because of how either misinformed, uninformed or um, really like the narrative that has been been taught mostly on social media, some in the media and some frankly in in schools, right? Um, It's just, it's a really interesting thing. And because you're not in it, because you're not there, you don't recognize it. I I say that because as somebody who has uh, lived in Israel and visited Israel uh, twice for over a month for a month in the last five years, I can tell you my my view of it is very different. It's the same thing with college athletics. You're like, whoa, you're comparing. Yes, because you're told so much bullshit from people in the media, lawyers, people who are my friends, and and frankly, it forces coaches to absorb and discuss it like they're supporters of this. And uh, the the greatest and easiest example is what the NCAA decided yesterday, which is, so there's a judge in West Virginia. There's a rule that passed um, going back to last year. 
So the the problem with everybody says transfer portal is a problem. It's not really the transfer portal. It's more um, the fact that you can transfer and and not sit out and play right away. So like. I don't uh, think anybody understands, or most people do, how hard it is to form a team, build a culture, and, oh, yeah, by the way, for kids to uh, really receive the proper benefits of college. Like, college is not just about playing your sport. It's not. It's about, about everything. And as somebody who transferred, somebody who thought about transferring a second time, I can tell you all of these things, um, all these rules that are in place or were in place until yesterday, I think were positives. You know, like the the misinformation given by many of my media members, because for whatever reason, most of them didn't play shit. And the ones that did, you know, hold, and, and want kids to badly be paid are ones that hold some sort of bitterness grudge against others for financial success when it's their job. Reality is, even going back to when I was in school and you couldn't receive NIL or additional benefits, I could tell you that every human being on campus would switch places with me, even though I couldn't get any extra benefits and I had to play my sport. I had to play my sport. But, but I understand that we believe we've evolved and we believe that there's a value with these athletes. I would disagree. If any of these athletes had a value, they would be able to bout on their own. Like the ones that have the real value, the ones with the social media following, and that has nothing to do with playing college sports, really doesn't. But honestly, it's the same thing with most of these college teams. They have the value. The players don't. The players are using that logo, that name to uh, give them some sort of resonance and, and be able to make some money off it. So there was a rule passed, I don't know, a year ago, and it was for two-time transfers. Okay, Because remember, you can still go to a school, transfer right away, wherever you want. Put yourself in the portal, whoever wants you, even in conference, which I disagree with, um, can can take you as a transfer and no penalty, you can play right away. And the rule was for the two-time transfers. So you go to a place, it doesn't work. You go to the second place, it doesn't work. You go to a third place. And oh yeah, by the way, there's still a rule in place that if you graduate on time and you have eligibility left, you can transfer and not sit out. So essentially, if you have once you didn't allow the two-time transfer, you could still transfer a second time. You just had to graduate. It just motivated people to get their work done. So coaches, administrators, everybody realized that the, the second transfer, it's a fucking mess, right? Like you have a kid, he transfers in, and then they're in the portal, and you got to go build a whole other team. And Many of the, many to all of the coaches that I spoke to, matter of fact, I didn't speak to a coach last year who disagreed with this, with the new rule. Didn't speak to an administrator who disagreed with the new rule. They were all pushing it. And I believe it passed in flying colors. The first kind of um, wavering by the NCAA was with this Tez Walker incident. Tez Walker played North Carolina this year. Remember, he was a two-time transfer. Um, and Mac Brown, who supported the rule change and North Carolina that pushed for the rule change, was suddenly blaming the NCAA for not understanding that Tez Walker was somehow different and should receive a waiver. Eventually, halfway through the season, a couple games in the season, the NCAA acquiesced and allowed Tez Walker to play. Keeping in mind that they didn't say Tez Walker couldn't play football at North Carolina. They didn't say he couldn't get NIL. He couldn't get his scholarship. He can play football. Matter of fact, 
he was going to have to sit this year and then would be able to play out, I think, two years at North Carolina. Crazy, right? But the same people that pushed for the rule to pass were the same people that suddenly now said the NCAA is awful for this new rule. It's such hypocritical bullshit. So yesterday, or two days ago, a West Virginia judge made like a 14-day stay on the on the on a ruling for a West Virginia basketball player, freeing him up to play for West Virginia. Freeing him up to play for West Virginia. And so now West Virginia is going to get a talented kid who I think played at Montana State last year, a really good player. And um, uh, they'll also get a point guard back who had to sit Kirk Carissa, who played at Arizona, who transferred in. And he'll play. I think he had to sit nine games, so he'll play. So West Virginia's going to be a lot better because of it. The NCAA, knowing that this is just one state, but other judges would likely soon follow, said, look, there's nothing we can do. So I guess all of you guys during that 14-day period can start playing, and then we'll, we'll fight back against this rule. Essentially what took place is, even though the, the Association of College, the NCAA is not a one ruling body. It's not some Darconian uh, uh, evil thing. It's just the schools as representatives, like the House of Representatives, voting for a rule. Essentially, any rule they have now can be struck down by a judge who simply wants his home state school to get a kid to play. And what you've done is create a complete and utter mess. And oh yeah, by the way, I know five coaches I spoke to via text yesterday who said we are completely screwed in this thing because we didn't take multiple transfers this year because we were told they wouldn't be able to play this year. So you passed a rule, most people abided by that rule, and some passed on taking kids because they wouldn't be able to play this year. They just sit and redshirt, and they don't want to do that, so they moved on. Now they don't have the talented player that's playing somewhere else. But more than anything, this is not an unreasonable rule. You can transfer. You can transfer a second time. You just simply a second time have to sit out of here. But instead, now one judge in West Virginia and has met many supporters because of social media, because you've been told somehow all of this is evil. No one said, hey, all these kids can keep playing. They just have to sit a year. Which, by the way, is their second transfer. And if they sit a year, it pushes them closer towards graduation, which would actually allow them to transfer a third time. What a mess. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Continental tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Let's get to what the Fox said. And now. <laughs> what does the Fox say? Here's Dan Patrick talking about Giannis scoring 64 points against the Pacers and the drama over the game ball. I didn't know there were two game balls. I didn't know that you give a rookie the game ball after he scores his first point. Like baseball, you get your first hit, but there's 40 baseballs, 50 baseballs in the, you know, the uh, duration of a, a baseball game. There's one basketball that's there, and now you have two game balls, and then Giannis wants the game ball. He's still not even sure if he got the actual game ball there. Um, and I, I was not aware that this is what the Pacers do. I, I've never heard of somebody say, hey, I scored my first points, you know, can I take the ball and, uh, you know, let's take it out of action here. Giannis doesn't realize it. Did he overreact? Yes. Yes, he did. It was embarrassing. I understand that it's already chippy. It got chippy. And, you know, the Pacers think that, hey, you know, let's go after the Bucks. You know, we're on equal footing with them. And then all of a sudden, Giannis goes for 64 and then wants the basketball and then thinks that, you know, the Pacers are being petty, chippy, and they take the ball away from him. Pacers were being petty. It was The whole thing was about being both sides being petty. It, and it's, the, it's one of the things about the NBA, which I think does turn a lot of people off, which is like, what is the need for attention with all this pettiness? Especially when Giannis, it should be celebrated the 64 points, albeit 32 free throws. But um, if you watched it, it was a chippy game. And I think the biggest reason it's a chippy game was Giannis, is that he's just driving downhill and spinning and going through guys. And it's like, how do I guard this guy? How do I guard this guy? If he can create contact and I get called for the foul. And, um, you know, Carlisle's a complainer and you like them all. He's going to complain. And then the ball thing I hadn't heard of it, but again, there's lots of things. It's like having two ba- two game balls, right? You have one, you have a backup as well. I didn't know that they would take a game because usually those those NBA balls are like gold to to anybody in basketball. It used to be uh, the NBA socks as well, but NBA socks, NBA basketballs, everybody likes to get game balls though because those are real leather balls. Those are harder to break in, and usually you use the same one as long as you possibly can. Point guard selects it, you use it, you know, in practice, whatever, and they have two that are all broken in. It seems to me weird that that they would take them out of commission that that easily. The multiple game ball things though, we see that in the NFL all the time. Hey, I got I got a game ball. How many game balls you got? Um, Basketball, it is generally one, and they have the one backup. But it was a pe- it, like it was Indy trying to rattle their cage a little bit. Um, Giannis is a little, I don't want to say dirty, but yeah, a little, little dirtier than you think. And everyone who plays against Giannis when he gets it going, 
gets pissed because, like, how do I guard this guy if he's going to go and create contact and I get called for a foul? And then I thought Carlisle was a little douchey what he did. You know, like, hey, it's 64 points. Give him the ball. What are we doing here? This is Colin Cow. Excuse me. This is LeVar Arrington talking about the comments Ben Roethlisberger made that maybe the Steelers tradition is done. Are you trying to say that they could never be as good as the teams you're on? I mean, is that where you're going with it? I mean, I can Five understand. Miles. No, yeah. it was a joke. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you, you you blow it out of proportion. Like, I feel like Ben is blowing it out of proportion in terms of what it is that he's saying. Like, sure, you you played on – like, you – first of all, if we're going to be clear on this, let's be clear. You inherited what what the Steeler way Damn. was. Like, you weren't a part of, of building that. You, you inherited that. So, so you didn't have to come in and be anything other than what Ben Roethlisberger needed to be, and and the scenario that was was put in front of him, and and where Kenny Pickett is if he's taking a direct shot at Kenny Pickett, um, where where this offense is right now is in a state of of trying to figure out what their identity is, no doubt about it, but. I just feel like that what he's saying, like, all right, you could say one thing, like, okay, that was a poor coaching moment right there for the timeout or whatever it may be. But to go as far as to say this isn't the Steeler way and it has to start over and this and that, I think that's a bit, I think that's a bit extreme. And, and I almost feel like he's playing up to what the noise has started to kind of resonate and become in Pittsburgh or with the Pittsburgh fan base. Uh, look, I, I, I think that here, here's the thing. I don't think the relationship with Ben ended well. I think there's a lot of bitterness with Ben. And so he was looking to pounce on the first possible opportunity to kind of stick a little knife in them. And, oh, my God, it was so much better. Now, Ben was a great player. Great. Not good. Great player. Um, but, you know, he wasn't easy. And he had his issues and he had his kind of laziness and complacency at the, at the end of the day, you know, all those things. So I I just, I, I can't emphasize enough that Mike Tomlin remains a signature guy in the league. I've heard people say it's time to move on from, if they move on from Mike Tomlin, he will literally be hired within five minutes of the time he's fired. Now, some of his, hey, man, I'm just a defensive guy. I'm just a motivator. I'm going to high. He hired the wrong offensive guy. They drafted the wrong quarterback. And, and I, I really think there's a, a great similarity there between Pittsburgh and New England. Everybody respects the coaches. They just made bad choices on the offensive side with quarterback and, and play caller. Those things can be remedied. You can't fix. It's, it's harder to remedy uh, culture. It's harder to remedy uh, had, uh, a different head coach. This is Colin Cowherd on the herd earlier today, Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports One, talking about Draymond Green. I am not defending his actions. He absolutely should have been suspended, and I don't have a problem with indefinitely at all. But I will defend him as a human being. I will defend him as a coworker and employee. He's terrific and a really good guy. He was wrong, and he knows he's wrong. And he's gone through a very tough six months of no Bob Myers, a dynasty falling apart. We see it in football, New England. We see it in basketball, Golden State. It's hard, and it's hard on those people. I know many of you are thinking, come on, Colin, go after him. He's a public figure. 
Public figures don't get a hide. Their mistakes are on TV, in radio. They're talked about on talk radio shows. It's different, and I always am conscientious of that. I really like Draymond. I hope he gets the help he needs. I hope I can be there for him. I will defend him to the end as a guy, as a employee. But what he did is wrong, absolutely wrong. There's a place for regulated physicality, and sometimes crossing the line can be highly effective. He burst through it. He knows he burst through it, and he's now going to reflect. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, it's a hard one for Colin. It's a hard one for Colin because Draymond Green has his show on the volume, which Colin owns. I I love a lot of parts of Draymond Green. But we do get to the point where, like, this is ridiculous, right? And I think it's a little bit of a cover for the fact that he doesn't have much game anymore. Is he going to reflect? I mean, like, look, I don't know if you reflect, if you're still getting paid, you know, obviously suspended indefinitely, that, that changes things. But the, the biggest issue was the Warriors last year, after he ruined their season, everybody, I said it, but everybody there, even Draymond basically said, we ruined the season punching Jordan Poole. We never recovered from that. So you reward him with a new contract? In what fucking world does that make somebody really understand what they've done? Tell me that. Hey, man, we're really mad at you. You ruined the season. You hurt our relationship with Jordan Poole. You took a championship team, and we had infighting all year. And your punishment for that is, here's a new contract at the end of your career when you're not as good as you were in your previous contract. The Warriors have nobody to blame but themselves on this. Reflect on that. That's what the Fox said. What does the Fox say? Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to tirerat.com slash sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. 
What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, let's get, uh, let's get some help here with some picks. We got college bowl games this weekend. I also, Jared Smith, now, he, he does the Saturday show. We got a Saturday and Sunday countdown to kickoff, right? Saturday is Rich Orenberger, who, of course, played in the NFL, but covers college as well. Brian No, and, and Jared. Jared's our Fox Sports Radio betting analyst. You can listen live on our Fox Sports Radio affiliates for the iHeartRadio app presented by BetMGM. And, um, okay, so, Jared, usually on Saturdays you just do college games. I want, I want to work backwards to the bowl games, okay? Bowl games are really hard. I have a, a one all-time thought on bowl games, or actually two I'll get to in a second. But first, um, the MVP mark in the NFL. And now, after this weekend with the Bills, I mean, Dak Prescott, if he beats the Bills, it's pretty strong. It feels like in San Francisco between C-Mac and Brock Purdy, they'll probably split votes, right? Um, maybe Lamar Jackson as a late addition to this run. I don't know. Where are you? If you were looking at that, that MVP mark in the NFL, what, what would you do? Yeah, Doug, I think when you look at where Dak is right now, and we kind of saw this a little earlier in the year with the Heisman race, right? After Washington beat Oregon that first time, you saw Penix peak, and he became the odds-on favorite to win the Heisman. Now, we're not quite there with Dak Prescott, but he is the favorite this week, and, and rightfully so after the performance against the Eagles. But you look at what Dallas has down the stretch, I think they're going to lose in Buffalo this week, and I think that's going to open the door for, sure, you could say Brock Purdy, but I think Lamar Jackson's really the guy, so... Right now, Baltimore is kind of on track to be the number one seed in the AFC if they can get past what is a pretty difficult stretch over the next two weeks in prime time against the Jags and then, of course, Purdy's 49ers and, and McCaffrey's 49ers. So I think Lamar Jackson has, you know, controls his own destiny to kind of use that cliche. And if he gets one break in Buffalo this week and the Bills are able and their favorite to do so to beat the Cowboys, I think that opens the door for Lamar Jackson. Right now, 6-1, to one, but if you flash forward two weeks, and the Ravens win those two games and Dallas loses in Buffalo. I think Lamar's the favorite in this market when we get to that Miami game. Huge game, Ravens-Dolphins in Week 17. Uh, okay. Um, I, I like that pick as well. I'm, I'm very much with you. Let, let's get to some of, these, uh, some of these bowl games this weekend. Because, okay, so my – and look, these are some weird bowl games, right? I mean, you got like yeah. Georgia Southern Ohio, Jackson State against uh, – Louisiana Lafayette, they like to call themselves the Louisiana University of Louisiana, playing the New Orleans Bowl again. It's like six times in eight years or seven times in nine years. <laughs> App State, Miami of Ohio in the Cure Bowl. Um, New Mexico State's playing the New Mexico Bowl against Fresno State. UCLA's playing Boise State in something called the L.A. Bowl. I didn't know it existed. Cal taking on Texas Tech. So the, the two, my two things for bowl games are, one, who actually cares? And two, and two, almost always take the over. Now, the over is harder because a lot of the best players for the big boy teams aren't playing in the bowl games. That's not the case with these teams. Um, which one of these jumps out at you? Let's start Georgia Southern Ohio. What do you got for me on the Myrtle Beach Bowl? You know, it's funny because I think even the, the mid-conference, like the, like the group of five, these are mostly group of five conference teams you're going to see these first few days of the bowl games. Because of the transfer portal, Doug, even those offensive players are being, and defensive players, both sides of the ball are kind of scattering across the globe. The bowl game landscape has become vastly different over the last two years, handicapping. In fact, I don't even worry about EPA per play or offensive, defensive numbers from the regular season. 
because it's a completely different team in a lot of cases in the bowl game. That's the case with this Myrtle Beach Bowl. Ohio starting quarterback Curtis Rourke, wide receiver Miles Cross is leading team, uh, leading receiver, leading running back Bangura out. You know, transfer portal, a backup running back, transfer portal. So you're talking about the starting quarterback. The, the, the leading receiver and the two leading running backs on Ohio are all gone. So how do you use any numbers from the regular season and, and have it hold weight in this game? You can't. On the other side, Georgia Southern, I think the Sunbelt Conference is, is really good. It's definitely one of the better group of five conferences. Uh, Georgia Southern, one of eight teams in the Sunbelt this year, ranked inside the top 60 uh, in offensive efficiency. So I, I think if I grade, and that's a big thing with these bowl games, grading conferences against conferences because the competition level that you play in the MAC, I think, is significantly lower than what Georgia Southern faced in the Sun Belt. So I think we're seeing this number leak out to three and a half. I would absolutely bet Georgia Southern in this game. Oh, I, I have no idea. Like, you're, you're unbelievable. Let, let's get to Louisiana, Raging Cajuns, taking on Jackson State, come over from Alabama. Uh, Jackson State, of course, uh, lost two of their last three games of the year including New Mexico State, but Mexico State in the bowl. They lost to South Carolina. Outside of that, um, they come out of Conference USA at 8-4, and four, taking on the Raysian Cajuns. The line is 2.5. Yeah, Jackson State's a 2.5-point favorite. Total's 58.5. Yeah, what a fascinating story, too. Uh, first year uh, for the Gamecocks here under Rich Rod and their first year in the FBS. The only reason that they were able to go to a bowl game um, for Jacksonville State is because all of the other six, like there weren't enough six-win teams. So that's why uh, usually it's a transition period for these FBS teams in their first year, but Jacksonville State gets the nod. And I think that gives them the motivation. As you nailed it, Louisiana Lafayette, how excited are they going to be to go to the Cajun Bowl, you know, the New Orleans Bowl? They play in the same bowl basically every year. Um, I I think the quarterback edge is for Jacksonville State in this game, too. Uh, Zion Webb, he's in his seventh season. This is his last game. 100% certainty. You don't get an eighth year of eligibility. Um, so last game for him, you want to bet some quarterback props for Zion Webb. I think that's fair, but I would say Jacksonville State is the edge of the game. Okay, Jacksonville State is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Take Jacksonville State, writing this one down. Um, okay, Miami of Ohio taking on Appalachian State. Um, uh, this one is going to be played the Cure Bowl. Uh, I have no idea. Where is this game even being played? <laughs> Orlando. It's at UCF ah. Stadium in Orlando. Um, and it's actually funny because my mom, who lives in Boca, shout out mom, um, she's lives in that area, part of the country. The whole Florida panhandle is getting a lot of, and the peninsula is getting a lot of bad weather this week. Um, I think the Dolphins-Jets game might be impacted on Sunday, and this game in Orlando on Saturday might get impacted as well by some weather. I'm seeing this total crash down. Um, and it makes sense if you just look at the team because Miami's going to do that. They're going to be their third-string quarterback. So Brett Gabbert got hurt early in the year. Avion Smith um, replaced him, and they won, they won the match championship game with a backup quarterback. Well, now Avion Smith is transferring. So third-stringer Henry Hessen, who has five career collegiate passes to his name, um, is going to start this game for Miami, Ohio. Appalachian State, uh, a couple of their offensive pieces are missing. Their uh, lead back, uh, Nate Noel and Deshaun Davis, one of their uh, good receivers, are both transferring. So I- I'm going under in this game, first half under. If you don't want to deal with any of the craziness that takes place in the second half of the game, um, I totally understand. I got 23 and a half. I think this uh, number continues to crash down throughout the weekend, especially with the weather in Orlando. You never know in Florida, but it's looking, forecasting to be pretty stormy. Um, okay, let's uh... – 
let, let, let me give you just one more bowl game because I'm, I'm fascinated sure. by Cal-Texas Tech. I have no idea what either of these two teams are going to throw out there. <laughs> um, so Texas Tech obviously dealing with a ton in the portal. Um, Tyler Shuck, he was the backup by the end of the year anyways, but he's transferring um, two of their leading receivers, Bradley and Price. Um, Price led the team in yards and, and receiving touchdowns. Uh, he's transferring as well. And Cal's dealing with a couple of defensive players. But uh, offensively, for Cal, I think, is where they might have an edge in this game. I actually really like the quarterback, Mendoza. He's a freshman. He's now starting. He started the back half of the year. And the one thing I noticed, I watched a lot of Pac-12 football the back half of the season. He, he's a really smart kid. He's tall. He gets the position. you got to be smart to go to Cal. Um, but he's got an unbelievable running back in the backfield that kind of takes the pressure off from Jade Knott. My guess is Texas Tech stacks the box, and it gives Mendoza this chance to kind of shine. They've got a couple of decent receivers in, UC, in uh, Cal. Uh, they, they stretched the field against UCLA. He had a good game against Stanford, beat up on USC, who I've expected to. But I think Cal, plus three, I, I was surprised that they were a dog in this game because I do think they have the edge on, on, uh, in the, on the offensive side of the ball, and I just don't know what Texas Tech is going to give you on offense with all their pieces. Uh, Jared Smith. Uh, Jared, let me, let, me get, let me just plug you for a little NFL thing real quick because, sure. again, you, you do all this stuff for a living, um, seeing as you're going to be on Saturday. A um, couple interesting games Saturday. Minnesota taking on Cincinnati, and uh, you know both teams dealing with backup quarterbacks. Obviously, uh, uh, Cincinnati has found something in Jake Browning. Can Jake Browning keep this up? I think so. I, I, I noticed it with, with what scheme Cincinnati likes to run. And, you know, Joe Burrow, we, we, we view him as this kind of, you know, gunslinger. But the Bengals' scheme is to run the ball, get Nixon involved in the passing game, and to get the ball to what I think is an incredibly talented group of receivers, Higgins and, 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 and Chase and Boyd, get it to him as fast as possible. And I think Jake can excel in that because he knows the system. Taylor's been there now for a few years. He's been with Browning. And he has the ability to, you know, short, quick passing game. And you saw what he had, like 85, 90% completion rate a couple weeks ago. So I, I do think the, the, you know, success is sustainable. Different animal this week because you're facing Brian Flores and a blitzing Vikings defense. I don't know how he's going to handle this blitz. Because the Vikings, I mean, they just shut out. And I know the Raiders aren't exactly gangbusters, but they just went into Vegas and shut out the Raiders. I, I think this is going to be a test. Um, we've seen this number move towards Cincinnati, and now it's kind of settled at three. I think three is a fair number here. I, I don't have a strong bet on this game. Jared, awesome stuff. Check out Jared, uh, Jared uh, Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern time, countdown to kickoff, uh, presented by BetMGM. Jared, thanks so much for joining us. Doug, good luck, pal. Why are we doing this? Why do I? Because we can. Hey, Doug. Uh, Will Clark. Will Nushler Clark. He was one of my favorite uh, ballplayers growing up. Amazing giant. Had a great career. Fell short of the the Hall of Fame. Um, They asked him on a podcast his reaction to the Dodgers getting Shohei Otani. How about spending seventy million for a freaking DH? You think that that's freaking good baseball strategy or what? I mean, come on, man. Yeah, I do. I feel like we we sound a little critical right now, and we're I, we're both positive guys. Let's call it like it is. It's the Dodgers. Fuck them. Let them fucking spend all their fucking money for all I care. They kiss my ass. They've been beating our beating our asses up and down the last few years. We need to turn this shit around and beat their asses. There you go. <laughs> you can post that shit right there. 
Mm. That's amazing. It's amazing. That's amazing sound. It's awesome that you still hate the Dodgers. And oh yeah, but like, look, there's a lot more that goes into it. And the, the truth is that if the, I believe, if the Giants were in position to get Shohei Otani with the exact same deal that was made, they would have done it. Right? They would have done it. Am, am I wrong, Jay Stu? No, they've said as much. Yeah. yeah. Farhan, um, for whatever reason, I can't remember his, his last name. Uh, Z. Yeah, he, he said as much. They had the yeah. exact same offer. Yeah. No, I mean, like, look, he wanted to go to the Dodgers. He didn't want to move. He wanted to go to the Dodgers, and that's it. And, and, and oh, yeah, by the way, how about his deal is tied to uh, um, Andrew Friedman and where he can opt out of the deal if they lose their jobs? Those guys are like, this is amazing. <laughs> amazing. Oh, my God. But um, I, 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 that has incredible sound. Why can we play it for you? Because we can. Let's get to our pick of the day. Okay, sir, the bet is to you. All in, baby! It's time for the pick of the day. Pick of the day. Uh, he got the Raiders taking on the Chargers. Um, the Chargers are 5-8 and eight with Justin Herbert. Now you put an Easton stick, and they're going to be 5-9. and nine. Spread is 3. This one's easy. Take the Raiders. That's it for the In the Bonus uh, podcast. Check out the uh, Doug Gottlieb Show daily podcast for the live two hours of radio show. I think this rolls into it. If not, just type in Doug Gottlieb wherever you download podcasts. I'm Doug Gottlieb. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 